three, two, one. Well, we're here. <laughs> That's how you want to start, like opening the new podcast and everything. Yeah, it's the intro episode. It's the pilot. We gotta. I'm not gonna be completely serious because our podcast isn't going to be serious yeah that's true but, but welcome everybody thank you for joining us this is the down in the dm podcast with me micah and david yep so um yeah you know this podcast is kind of just for fun like you know don't take us too serious or anything um you know there's been a lot of like positive feedback with my episodes with uh, micah on my own personal um podcast so we decided to in a sense, you know, do a podcast together. Um, and it's you like, know, we got to extend it. Yeah. And then like, what better title for this than, you know, down in the DM for David and Micah. Um, perfect. Yeah. So um, I guess like we'll start by introducing yourselves. So um, my name is David Araki. Um, I've known Micah since like elementary school. Uh, we played a lot of sports together growing up and, you know, we kept in contact all this time um he's been on my podcast like two times and you know that those podcasts um i guess combined were over six hours of recording so if you definitely want to like you know see uh, some of the earlier interactions definitely check that out um but yeah uh we decided to kind of in a sense like introduce our um each other so yeah this is um micah um micah is a very interesting guy um very interesting. <laughs> um, so Micah likes to play basketball. Um, oh my goodness. I'm terrible I think, I think, at introducing people. It's okay. I think the love for basketball comes from being Filipino. Yeah. You know, God decided to make us love the sport, but it made sure we were all under six feet tall so we could never play in the league. Yeah. So it's like, you know, are you really Filipino if you don't like, you know, basketball? Like if you don't like the Lakers or the Chicago Bulls? Like, I don't know, I don't know a single, like, um, you know, Filipino person that doesn't like either the Lakers or the Bulls or both. Yeah. Like, and then you have a very, <laughs> you have a small few that live in, live in the Bay and they're yeah. diehard Golden State fans. Yeah, that's true too. But I only since up. Steph came. Yeah. So this is Micah. He loves basketball. Um, he's also a psychology major. So, um. You know, for all them ladies out there, he can, you know, psychoanalyze you or dudes, you know, if, you know, you guys are into that type of thing. Um, let's watch a lot of porn. Nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I mean, he's not wrong. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. There's no um, receipts. <laughs> yeah, he's. You know, and, you know, he's single out there, ladies, and, you know, he's, you know, come to terms with the fact that he may have to be a step-parent one day. So, you know, he's yeah. open to anybody out there. And this is Micah, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, again, my name is Micah. And this is David, if you didn't already know. Um, I've known David again since, oh, gosh, at least when we were seven or eight. Yeah, so I've known him like for more than our actual lives. <clears throat> you know, um, uh, we like to call Dave, David, the barbarian, caveman Dave. Uh, he played baseball in high school. He was really good. Um, 
likes to play basketball with us. Um, not if as you, good. Not as good. No, no, you're you're just a a play. You're just a uh, you're a different generation of player. That's all it is. Oh, that's a nice play, way of putting it. You're you're playing in the wrong era. That's yeah. all. You're a low post presence, but you're playing in a guard heavy time. Yeah. It's all right. And a uh, fun fact is if you ever get to meet uh drunk David, that's uh that's caveman David, that's simple David. Whoa, I don't okay. Now I feel like you're gonna have to give some context about that. Like what makes what makes a caveman? It's not like it's not like caveman, you know, Jason, you know, one of our other no. friends, like <laughs> water bad. <laughs> water bad, David bad. And then uh, yeah, cave caveman David is not like caveman Jason. Caveman Jason had projectile vomiting um, at a drive-through Taco Bell. That's that's so funny. I'm like, hi, um, welcome to Taco Bell. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'd like a. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Um, he obviously needs a water, um, but yeah, um, can I get a? <laughs> God damn it, Jason! I'm trying to order. It's it's just like that episode of yeah. Family Guy where they all took the 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 super laxatives. Who wants chowder? <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't think we give enough credit to Family Guy for shaping um what we consider comedy now. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, think like I think I can speak for most of us, you know, that grew up, you know, 90s and early 2000s, you know, like yeah, like Family Guy, you know, South Park, you know, those are a lot of the um shows that kind of like help shape what we find funny. Like for a lot of us, those are like the first like you know comedies we've seen. It's, it's definitely a lot of um a lot of like punchline one after another comedy. Yeah. No, no necessary premise, but it's just a punchline after punchline. It's just quick fire. Yeah, I mean it kind of has to be you know for like a thirty minute show like that. Mm. So yeah, but yeah. How, how so. many how many of those shows that we grew up watching do you think would have been canceled? um well if it South today. Part, I, I think they get away with it because they're animated mm. like i you, you i think they allow you to get away a lot more um but yeah they allow you to get away with more stuff if it's animated versus like you know people acting it out mm. okay yeah. that makes sense yeah but yeah um so we decided to you know just make a podcast you know trying to make it funny trying to make you guys laugh so you know don't take us too serious god damn it like my cousin has a dog like barking in the background it's like can you shut it up like can you kill it no i'm just can i eat it <laughs> oh oh way oh. to think with your ethnicity micah yeah come on resourcefulness yeah our school's yeah. motto was re uh, resourceful uh, responsible and some third r <laughs> uh resourceful respectful responsible I don't know. Something like I that? Remember. I don't know. Reduce, reuse, uh, recycle? Yeah. Ob- obviously, I didn't do great in high school. Oh, no, I think that was like before that, right? Wasn't that like the um, elementary school thing? Reduce, reuse, recycle was from elementary school. Or or like the... I thought it was like um, be responsible, be respectful, be resourceful. I don't know. I think that was the... I think they gave us those three R's in high school because oh. they made it... That, that was one of their models. Well... 
I mean, who actually pays attention to like high school models? Like, first of all, isn't it funny that they would make a singing alma mater that nobody cared about? Yeah, I mean, I, f- hmm. I mean, I'm sure some people really like their alma maters. You know what blows my mind when people get really drunk and they start singing alma maters? The only people that do that are probably retired. <laughs> That's kind of true. And it's like crazy because like they know all the alma maters. It's not only their school. They know like, you know, all like 20 high schools like in Hawaii. Which is a little, which is a little wild to think about. Yeah. Like how do you guys know this? Got a little too much free time on their hands, you know? I guess that's what you did back then when you didn't have any type of social media whatsoever, right? You go and research other schools' alma maters and learn it. You know, times times were tough back in the day when there were no, like, Spotify or, like, YouTube or, like, streaming music. So, like, if you didn't like what was playing on the radio, you kind of had to just, like, find your own music. And I guess, like, you know, alma maters were the only types of music that everybody knew how to sing. God, and I thought music in our day was trash. Yeah. Well, you know, times would be changing. You know, now now you can like, you know, find shitty music on Spotify instead of hear your shitty alma, alma, alma mater music. So, oh, my God, we should <laughs> we should talk that 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 should be a segment or, you know, like a thing that we do. We'll we'll find a really shitty song and we'll yeah. introduce it to the podcast, but we'll make sure that it's not, you know, copyrighted or anything. So we don't get hit with something. Yeah um it, i'm sure there's like some rules with like doing covers right like or parodies covers parodies i don't know there has to i be thought the copyright i thought the copyright law was you have to make sure that the original item is changed at least 10 percent the hell is 10 percent in like music though i don't know <laughs> it was like didn't like robin thick get in trouble for like blurred lines and like it sounded a little like you know different than the song that they said he was copyrighted from i think it might maybe it's because he didn't say that he sampled it because um, i think you have to give credit if you sample mm, or you have to make sure you clear um yeah oh man yeah, I don't know. But yeah, um, you know, we decided to do a small little podcast, you know, just, you know, talk about like current events and, you know, whatever, uh, you know, stories or whatnot we thought were funny or we think are funny. Um, kind of leads us into the first thing we want to talk about, which is, um, you know, porn acting. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I honestly have no idea uh, what porn acting is. Um, I don't even know what porn is, really um yeah david between the two of us david is the saint and i am the terrible influence but but allegedly like the acting is terrible in a lot of like you know porns so or pornos or whatever that you know like the cool kids like to call it these days adult Um, film yeah on the uh, hub yeah um like i guess you know micah can you know share about you know what it's like or allegedly what it's like you know what we hear you know, on social media or through, you know, the grapevine. <laughs> basically, basically we'll get every, we, we get everything through Twitter. So I, you know, every, every video on the hub is known to have terrible acting. And it kind of, kind of struck me. And I started to think, 
you know, have directors and these adult film stars, whatever you want to call them, have they caught on to the, you know, to the joke, to the run on jokes of them being terrible actors and actresses? And have they just started to make their acting terrible in these in these videos just to play on the the stereotype for fun you know do they actually take our criticism and kind of just roll with it for fun you know that's kind of funny because like now now you're trying to make me imagine okay i am the porn director and it's like huh do i want to find a good actress or do i want to find like you know the worst possible one i mean honestly honestly come on they're doing they're doing porn like are you you're not gonna see like the best actresses doing porn right you're gonna see them like you know in like the avengers or something or whatever movie you know people are into you're gonna see them in um space jam 2 i'm pretty sure now that you bring up marvel i'm pretty sure scar joe has one somewhere tucked in, no. in, the, in the files you know, if i had i mean like what is that like the fappening or something when all those like um the cloud oh, yeah. got like hacked or something? I'm, I'm sure there there's something out there. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. But I mean I, I feel like a lot of like people, a lot of like actors and actresses like start off like you know doing like porn. Like didn't like Jackie Chan start off doing that or something until he like, you know, transitioned into like those action roles. I don't know. Is that is that a real thing? I don't know. That's what everybody says. Like, I mean, we could fact check that, but I'm I'm you know, I'm I'm willing to go with it. Like that's what everybody says, and nobody fact checked it before. So it must be true, right? I guess so. Yeah. I could roll with it. I could see I could see young Jackie putting it down mm. on you know, yeah, on Olympic gymnastics uh. girls. Oh, <laughs> uh. I wonder how good his acting was like, but I feel like, I feel like, you know, they say for guys, like, you know, they don't want, they don't want any really, you know, guy being there. Like they don't even really show guys faces or anything. Right. And like, they want the guy to be like, you know, as quiet as a mouse. There's only, there's only one guy that they will ever show, let, let him show face. And it's Johnny sins. Oh. And let's just clarify that no matter what you do or accomplish in life, this man is a doctor, lawyer, astronaut, president. You will never live up to this man. Uh, yeah. Wasn't there, wait, it's funny that we're, you know, we were talking about Asian people a little earlier, but wasn't there like that Japanese guy or like Chinese or Korean, I don't know, Asian dude that was like a Navy SEAL, astronaut, um, doctor. Yes. Might have been one other thing. Yeah, so I don't remember what his name was, but I think he was in his early 30s. Yeah, he's a retired U.S. Marine. He went to school to get his doctorate, is a doctor, and then he just became an astronaut. Okay, so I found it. And um, I think he's, he's under 35. Yeah, I found it. So he was born, Um, his name is Jonathan Kim, um, born 1984. He is a American U.S. Um, lieutenant, former Navy SEAL, physician, and NASA astronaut. Damn. So, like, this guy really played into the Asian stereotype. Had a way to overachieve. I can barely, like, I barely graduated college and fucking A. Eh. 
You know what? You know what the sad thing about this is? I bet his parents weren't proud of him until he became the doctor. You're right. I bet they're not even happy that he's an astronaut because he's not working as a doctor. Yeah, probably. They're like, oh, you know, you're, you're that's a downgrade, you know, son. Like, we're very disappointed in you. You bring shame and dishonor to the Kim family. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, now that now that we talk about Asian parents, I don't I don't think I don't know if you've ever had this done to you, but have you ever have your parents ever done, you know, have they your parents that are fob or whatever, have they ever done you dirty? Like your grandparents ever done you real dirty and kind of just like roasted the shit out of you, made you sad and whatever. And they never admitted to being wrong. So to, instead of admitting that they're wrong, they um, chop up fruit and bring you cut fruit. No, I've never yeah, because got apparent fruit because because every, you know, what are we going to call it? Second generation Asian kid that I know that's that always happens. Their parents will never admit that they're wrong for doing some shady, terrible thing to their child. And instead of admitting that they were wrong and apologizing, they apologize by bringing cut fruit. You know, that's that's really, you know, interesting. Um, I've always heard that stereotype, but, you know, I've never had that happen to me where, like, in a sense, a parent or, like, uh, you know, aunt, uncle or grandparent will say, hey, or they won't even really say, hey, like, you know, I'm sorry, but they'll just be like, oh, here's some fruit. Like, no, that's never happened to me. You know, I might have to, I might have to, um, reference you know the hub to see what you know interactions are like with parents and kids you know oh <laughs> i think i think it's time we introduce this this story that you told me about before uh, we started filming okay yeah so um i don't know like i don't know how many people like have seen this story before or like have even heard of this story but then uh there's a story from daily mail so you know a very reputable news source um fucking ad blocker oh, yeah obviously i want to stop seeing this ad why does it ask why do you want not want to see this ad because i don't want to see the ad and it's just like are you sure you don't want to see this ad like are you kidding me come on google okay google, but, who's the smarter one here right now yeah so exclusive we ended up kissing and kissing led to other things uh, mother 36 and son 19 who fell in love when they met last year after she gave him up for adoption as a baby say they'll go to jail to defend their relationship yeah that's... That's a fucking... <laughs> yeah it's a crazy story so it goes monica Mayers, 36 and her son caleb peterson 19 of clovis new mexico face up to 18 months in prison if found guilty of incest the couple said that they are willing to risk everything to go or to be together they have decided to go public with their affair in a bid to raise awareness of genetic sexual attraction, GSA relationships. Uh, Mayors, a mother of nine, whoa, um, gave birth to Peterson. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, are you surprised she gave him up for adoption? Like, would you want nine kids? I don't want one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is nine kids? Like, are you trying to start a basketball team or something? Like, run fives? Like, just your own kids jeez she could run a soccer field well them. what what i'm wondering too is like um how did she do it did she have them like one after the other or were there like twins or triplets involved you know because like that's pretty crazy you know you have nine pregnancies 
Do you think they were all put up for adoption? Probably. You know. Wonder if he's he must be the oldest then. Okay, but it says, oh yeah, so mother of nine gave birth to Peterson when he was sixteen years when she was sixteen years old, and he was adopted Mm -hmm. shortly thereafter. So maybe that's why. Like, she started early. Like, oh yeah, okay. I guess I did kind of wonder. I was like, thirty six and nineteen. Like, hmm, you know, that ain't eighteen years apart. Yeah. Um, they were reunited for the first time last year after rec- reconnecting over Facebook. The couple, who live separately in Clovis, New Mexico, developed feelings for each other, and their relationship became sexual in a few weeks. Um, but they are banned from having any contact with each other by the courts. You know, okay, here, here's my take on this story. You know, like, they didn't know that they were, oh, JK, like, I think, okay, what I think the context of the story is like they probably reached out um, trying to find like he probably reached out trying to find his biological mother or something and then from there it evolved into something you know what some people might say is taboo but my hot take on it is like hey at the moment they're two consenting adults right I, yeah I guess so yeah that's true like it, the gran- it's, it's, in the grand scheme of it all if you break everything down yeah they're two consenting adults like it's not like you know one person's like taking advantage or like you know abusing the other person right yeah 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 you're right you're right like like they're they're technically two consenting adults and like you know if and like they didn't necessarily know each other and they don't really have that you know connection growing up and like what if they met at a club one day and then like they didn't know that oh hey you're my son and then all of that stuff happened like does it change anything No, it doesn't, but, uh, God, you know, you know, when I, when you first mentioned the story, I thought this was going to be somewhere in like Alabama or something and didn't realize it was going to be in New Mexico. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because like daily mail has like pictures of them, like, or videos of them, like making out. It says exclusive incest son. I can't plan who I fall in love with. I mean, that's very fair there too, you know. Maybe he just maybe maybe he just didn't get to suck on the titty when he was born. Yeah, you know, like all the years of missing. like yeah, all them years of being bottle fed. You know, he's just looking for love, the real titty. Yeah, can you blame him? I guess not, but imagine. Imagine if, like, you know, he was, like, a player and, like, you know, he slept around in, like, high school and everything. And he's just like, oh, you know, all these titties don't hit the same. And then as soon as he, like, you know, meets his, like, mom for the first time, he's like, oh, yeah, this is the stuff. This is the one. This is the one. So, you know, maybe maybe we're not being, you know, kind. And, you like, maybe we just need to, like, you know, suck on our mother's teats. And then, you know, might not be sexual. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... I'm gonna say Might that's have to a edit hard. That I'm gonna give that one a hard pass on my on my end. <laughs> but but wait wait wait. I didn't know you could get arrested for incest. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I always thought it was like one of those things that were like socially like unaccepted, but I didn't know there was yeah. a law. Yeah, I didn't know there was a law. Yeah. God. 
A, so um, does do any directors on the hub want to hire a real life mother son? <laughs> you know, okay. Well, I feel like okay, that might be a little different because like at that in that situation, you're like posting it, you're making a video of it actually happening. Yeah, but this um, this plays into everybody's um everybody's kink. Whoa, this is okay. So, like, the story continues. Um, this is a crime in all 50 states, but the specifics of the law and punishment vary greatly from state to state. Mother of nine, Mayor, said that uh, she would even give up the right to see her other children if she was asked to choose between them and her lover. Hey, that's a pretty bold statement there, you know? Damn. You're willing to, you know, in a sense, like be a deadbeat mother of eight children just so you can be with one. I mean, it's sounding like she's a deadbeat mother already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But, but good lord, this kid, this kid must have thrown it down to make her say that. Yeah, you, I mean, you kind of, you kind of makes you wonder, you know, what happened in that first couple of weeks, you know? I don't okay. know, but. Oh, no, there's more? Yeah, so Mares was just 16 when she gave birth to Peterson, whose pre-adoption name was Carlos when he was uh, adopted as a baby. The 36-year-old who didn't raise Peterson saw him for the first time in 18 years last Christmas when she picked him up at his adoptive father's house in Texas and brought him to her home after the pair got in touch over Facebook. The couple soon developed romantic feelings for each other, and then their relationship became sexual a few weeks later. Like, okay, what I'm wondering is, like, how does it become romantic? I'm telling you, he, he wanted to make sure that she was the right mom, so he asked her to pop a titty. Uh, um, and then she quotes, the first time I met my son in person, I was so happy and excited to give him a big hug. I went to pick him up at his dad's house in Texas. He gave me a call and asked to pick him up. I got butterflies in my stomach. What, what I'm wondering what? now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I met him outside and I knew it was him when he came towards me. He was crying and he gave me a big hug. It was almost love at first sight, but first it was mother love. Mm -hmm. He gave me a mother hug. He came home in a truck and came to live with me, and we were both happy as mother and son. Um, Mara said that at first nothing happened, but she then started getting these crazy feelings. Crazy in quotation. Um, she said mm -hmm. it felt different because she didn't raise him as her child, yet after all these years, he came back to her. Whoa, this is like bizarre. Um, so she mustn't have had a man in a really long time. Yeah, this okay. This is like to me, it's almost like borderlining. Um, you ever see like Bates Motel? Yeah, like I have. American Psycho. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like it's kind of like borderlining that. Okay. Does, is it is there more to the story i mean i mean i mean like what i'm thinking no no it's, there's not more to it i'm just like oh. you, you know how like you know the mother and son were like had a very weird relationship and like mm -hmm. it's motel like mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's you know like this but rather than them like you know killing people is them just having sex so like mm. 
this could be you know a lot healthier than having like a mother mother son like you know serial killer combo that's another question that's another question i had like you know like all these like netflix like documentaries or docuseries are all about like you know serial killers and like you know the 80s and 90s but like mm-hmm. where's all the serial killers today unemployed um, they're all the serial killers are unemployed not doing their jobs i was gonna say that they're um they're holding high government positions oh, oh so they can be serial killers but they're protected by the law Oh, some people would say they're cops. Mm, yes, they are. <laughs> I don't know. It's a great, it's a great point there, sir. Yeah. All right. The story continues. Um, it felt like I met somebody new in my life and I fell in love with him. She continued. Um, at first I told him, I'm sorry. I don't know how you are going to react to this. I'm your mother and you're my son, but I'm falling in love with you. And he said, you know what? I am too. I was scared to let you know. He was falling in love with his mother and I was falling in love with my son. We talked about it and we took off. We took off to the park. I said, "Um, would you ever date your mom? He said, would you ever date your son? And I said, Honest truth, yes, I would. Mara says Peterson was the best thing that happened to her in the past 19 years and wants to be with him for the rest of her life. Like, who are we to, you know, stop these two people that love each other from really, truly loving each other, you know? Uh, Maybe they can do it in, like, Mexico. Mm, They're in New Mexico, so... I mean, you know, just one one border away. Yeah. Mm, it's a little odd. Yeah, very odd. That's really bold to put out there mm-hmm. as a All mother right. or as a parent. It says the couple was charged with incest, a fourth degree felony in New Mexico following February 25th incident. Um, they were arraigned and apparently jointly appeared jointly in court in April, but were held in custody for breaching their no contact order. They were released on uh, $5,000 bond and now face trial by jury in September. Currently, Mares is not allowed to see her, see any of her children and have any contact with at all with Peterson. Yet she maintains that um, is, wait, well, that's a grammatical error on this site's part. Uh, Maintains that it has all been worth it. Is every bit worth it, she says. If they lock me up for love, then they lock me up. There is no way anybody could pull us apart. And I really do love him. It hurts. It hurts he is far away. It hurts really bad. I wish I could see him, talk to him, but I can't risk it. Yeah, like this is... So, so wait, 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 wait. Let's 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 start, you know, like somewhere in the middle when we were, you know, I didn't realize that incest was a crime. Okay. okay. Let's let's now proceed to how did they find out that they were mother and son? Oh, okay. Who found out and reported them? Oh, uh, let me see. Cuz missed something. Uh, Cause it's kind of hard to report that 
especially if he was adopted. Okay, it says, at first, the couple lived happily together in Mares' mobile home with her two youngest children, keeping their relationship a secret from the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mares' youngest son even began to call Pearson dad. So maybe maybe that's why, like, one of the kids spoiled it for them. You know, went to school one day, he was like, oh, you know, my brother's my dad. And then the teacher might have, like, reported it to, like, CPS or something. Okay. Yeah, that... that- I was trying to, you know, trying to figure out how did they get exposed for this? Or imagine if they like went to like a parent teacher conference and was like, oh, um, are you a stepfather? Oh, no, I'm her son. And then, you know, teacher not thinking anything of it. And then they just see him like walk in holding hands or something. Hmm. I don't know. You know, the story doesn't really tell it. But that was um, everything from her perspective. And the story continues with um, this like news source um interviewing um the son um peterson peterson said he started falling in love with his mom about a week after her um a week after meeting her but claims as he grew up with an adopted parent he never really saw mares as his mother i never had anyone cook me meals or give me anything he said i never got anything my entire life and she went out of her way to make me happy and after about a week or so i started having feelings for her and i guess i fell in love huh Okay, uh, Micah, you're a psychologist. Um, what do you think is going on there? Um, I think he just want to suck the titty. Uh, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like he fell in love with like what she was doing as compared to like I'd, her herself is what yeah. it seems like. Yeah, I mean it's not really like it's not really an oedipus complex because he doesn't have a father Mm -hmm. oh he also didn't like you know cut out his own eyeballs or like stab himself in the eyeballs right yeah he didn't yeah yet 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 sounding like he's going he'll probably do it soon but i'd have i don't know you know okay let's continue um it went beyond a mother and son relationship I never really viewed her as my mom in certain aspects. I do, but mostly I don't. I never thought I was crazy for having these feelings because I didn't see her as my mom. It was more like going to the club, meeting somebody random. It didn't really feel wrong. It felt normal. That is such a 19-year-old response. Yeah. You know, okay, like, I mean, just looking at this guy, it looks like he's not pulling bitches at the club. So maybe that's why. Does he look like a dork? Uh, no, he's uh, he's. I mean, he's. Uh, 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 I wouldn't say he's like that good looking. I mean, I'm sure like other people would might say he's good looking, but me personally, no. Is he? Um, does he look like Urkel? No, no. I mean, he's like uh, he is uh. I mean, just based off of her last name, you can tell what ethnicity he is. Say which chest. Um, yeah, he's so. I mean, he's obviously like you know Hispanic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, we talked about it, and we took off to the park. I said, "Wait, did I? Oh, I'm just rereading that part. Sorry." Mm. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Before you okay. start reading again, yeah, he told me he doesn't look like he gets bitches at all at the club. Yeah. And we we said that he's Hispanic. 
<laughs> I thought about Carlos Mencia. <laughs> oh, what make? Okay, so why why Carlos Mencia? Because because does Carlos Mencia look like he gets bitches? <laughs> I mean, like he's he's you know kind of funny. He might you know steal jokes and like plagiarize and stuff. But I'm sure you know some people made... won't care about stuff like that. Well, he made fun of mentally retarded people. I made a song called "Diddy." <laughs> I don't think I've heard that one. Please. Oh my god. Oh boy. But is it? Did he steal it from somebody? That's what I'm wondering. I think he might have stolen the joke, but he made the song. Oh. Okay. So, um, story continues. He recalls we were hanging out, just talking, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I kissed her. It was a real kiss. It had feelings behind it. There was a spark, and ever since then, it just stayed. Honestly, I never thought we would get into trouble for our relationship. We were both consenting adults when it comes down to it. See, that's my argument. You know, they're both consenting. It's not like, you know, one person's like, you know, abusing or taking advantage of the other person. Um, she's an adult. I'm an adult. Uh, I can make my own decisions. I never thought it would blow up into something like this. Maris also said that it didn't feel strange or wrong when people when the couple began their sexual relationship, but admits it probably wouldn't have been uh, probably wouldn't have happened if she had raised Peterson. The first time we were physical, ended up holding hands, and then we ended up kissing and kissing led to other things. Um, she said it felt comfortable with him, and we fell even more deeply in love. If he hadn't been with me all his life, I don't think anything would have happened between us. Um, so, I mean, uh, so what I want to know is like, what does his dad think about all of this? Um, I have a, I have a terrible take to say, but I thought it was hilarious. It's not terrible. We're, we're, we're not taking each other. We're, well, everything we're saying is for the sake of comedy and trying to be funny. <laughs> I think the dad probably got deported. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. That or um, he's working for the cartel, in which case, I'm sorry, sir, don't kill me. Whoa, okay. Actually, I scrolled further down and they do it does talk about um oh no, it talks about one of her exes. So I guess like this woman had like um children with multiple baby daddies. Well, when you have nine kids, I would think it's not just one person hoping you pump them out. Yeah. Well, you never know. You know, some people are just like, you know, factories out there. I guess so. Drew Brees has like nine kids. So really? Yeah, that's crazy. I thought like I only saw like two or something, you know, in that like Tom Brady thing um, last year. Yeah, he has like, I don't if it's. Oh, I'm sorry. It's um, it's Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers has like nine kids. It's oh. seven or nine, but you know, when when you make NFL money, I guess you can have you can afford to have that many kids. Mm-mm. Okay, it says that Dayton Chavez, um, Mars's um, ex and father to the two of her sons, um, so the two the two youngest sons says that he supports Mars and Peterson's relationship. What a cuck! No. <laughs> Um, he sounds like a bitch i bet he's not circumcised oh my goodness oh my goodness maris's other moms say um she knows don't understand what she's going through but 
says her kids have said they will love her no matter what. She must be a good mother, you know? Like, all her kids are, like, you know, supporting. Like, none of them are, you know, like, saying, no, no, screw this, you know? But with a torn look on her face, she adds, but if I had to choose between my son and all my other children, oh, shoot, that's the same quote. Um, Peterson added, my dad walked out on me because of it. There's a lot of negative comments I read on Facebook and things. People say it's disgusting. It's gross. She's your mom, but it doesn't hurt me or affect me at all. If they were in my situation or if they were to find out that somebody they loved was actually related to them, then they'd be saying the exact opposite. You know what's crazy? Like, I don't know how true it was, but I heard that like something like this happened locally. Um, it wasn't a mother-son combo, but it was like um, two people that ended up being cousins um like the story i heard was that like yeah there was like a couple i won't mm-hmm. name the high school um that were going out and then like you know they both had like family reunions uh they didn't think anything of it and then it they both ended up at the same family reunion and i think that was like after like they did things and then yeah Oh my God, that's right. I remember that story. I don't know how true it is, but like that is something that was like, you know, floating around for a little while when we were in high school, I believe. You know what? I'll I'll save my take for, we can can maybe talk about that, about dating here in Hawaii after we finish this story. Yeah. Because I have have some things to say about that. (laughs) Um... Sometimes the easy way isn't the best way, he said. Um, sometimes we have to make that life decision that's going to change and affect everything. But when it comes down to it, it's worth it. I will wait for her if she gets a just sentence and I don't. For me, it's not about patience. It's about commitment. If I'm committed to something, I follow through. Oh, you know, what a wholesome dude. If I love her enough and I'm crazy enough to stay in Clovis, in state, uh, to stay in Clovis for her and crazy enough to face all the courts for her and i'm willing to uh, wait a bit of time to have the rest of my life being happy then i'm willing to do that wow this guy's pussy whipped he really didn't get bitches he said she's never had anyone give her a rose if i could i give her everything she wants i miss talking to her and seeing her um there's not a day that goes by that i don't think about her if i could speak to her right now i would say to her i love you i miss you and i can't wait to see you again despite the immense opposition to the couple's relationship mayors and peterson do have supporters in the community including dayton chavez yep yeah this is the thing i read earlier about the um ex um who has two sons and that support the relationship uh, he said I've told them I still love you guys either way. I support them. I would never, or I would like to see the government get out of their business and let them live a normal life. Let them live how they want to live. It would be different if it was a domestic violence situation, but it's not. See, consenting adults and like nobody's abusing the other person. It's like, you know, how bad is it? Other than like, you know, maybe a little weird, you know? Um, my point of view is a lot weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot weird. Um, the X continues. My point of view is they need to be allowed to live just how they are. That's what America is built on. Oh, that's cute. Um, 
holy crap how long is this story i don't know but that guy is very very understanding or he is definitely a cuck oh um okay maybe i miss um maybe i missed like race i like yeah wrong race them i guess um so it says they're actually uh native american apache like so it says oh. that it says that their tribes um support on uh, their relationship oh then i take and, back what i said about the dad being and um, deported and it's called consanguine people I've never heard of that concept. I'm going to have to look up this word because I've never seen it in my life. Okay, so they're Native American people or they're of Native American descent. Yeah. So it says consanguinity. Um, it is a noun. It is the fact of being descended from the same ancestor. I guess like, I guess that's a sexuality being learn being becoming more woke every day i guess so yeah gotta be more inclusive you know i guess so yeah but yes, you know um well there's another person in this community who's involved um in an illegal relationship with her half-brother in minnesota Oh, God, what is up with this? It says Maybe. that um, it needs to be brought to the attention of everybody in the country and people need to start thinking differently. It was the same with gay people just a few years ago, and now they get to get married and are accepted. Well, why not consanguimonious people like us? We're all adults. We are not pedophiles. Wow. That's not very nice. Like you're you're trying to use the same argument with like, you know, we should be yeah, treated so like gay people. I'm pretty sure pedophiles use the same, you know, argument that they should be treated like gay people. I don't know. Not the strongest you, argument in my opinion. Did you see the I don't know who on the internet did it, but they did a they drew a, a silhouette picture. Or graphic design for for like pedophiles to be like we're people too or some shit like that i've and never heard that one but i i have been hearing um instances where like people are are trying to argue that like pedophilia is a sexuality and should be um treated the same as like you know gay um bisexual you know trans you know gender sexualities i don't know you know uh, it's just a little bizarre to me. Yeah, no, it's a lot bizarre. Yeah, you know, just just a tad bit. No, I mean, I'm trying to be inclusive, you know, I'm trying to be understanding. Not trying to be, you know, a quote unquote bigot. I don't know, you know, I'm trying to give them a lot of benefit of the doubt here, you know, I'm trying to be charitable, but still a weird story. Do do we classify pedophilia as a mental illness? Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Oh, look, they have a GoFundMe. Go defund me. Defund me? Yeah. Oh, it sounds like he's going to have to find a good lawyer. 
If only says, OJ's lawyer wasn't dead. Mm. Maybe she oh. can ask for Kim Kardashian. Maybe. Maybe she can live up to her dad's name. I mean, wasn't wasn't Caitlyn also one of the attorneys a part of that case too? No. Uh, Caitlyn was just a triathlete. I'm pretty sure also a, an attorney. I don't think so. I, I don't know. Like the one, like, I, I'm pretty sure the one, like keeping up in the Kardashians episode I saw, like, yeah, they said he was <laughs> the one an attorney. <laughs> Dude, that show's dumb. I don't know why people like it so much. It's weird. I Kim never Kardashian really was hot for like a little while. I don't know. And because Chris Jenner works harder than the devil. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. She's probably the mastermind in that family. Yeah. Every time she knows they're about to fall off, she comes up with some crazy plot. Yeah. Didn't she like drug like Lamar Odom or something? Probably. That's what and right before says. right before they fell off, she probably told um Tristan Thompson to cheat on Chloe again so yeah. they could be in the news. Wow, she just abuses her daughter, Chloe, huh? Yeah. She gets the short end of the stick all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if she told Kim, like, oh, yeah, you know, you, should, you know, break up with Kanye. Yeah, she probably did. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder if Chris, you know, I wonder if Chris Jenner told Kim to go and make the sex tape with Ray J so they could get famous. Maybe. She was the one holding, she was the one that gave, um, what is that, Ray J the, the camera. <laughs> that video was horrible. She was the one that leaked it. Yeah, talk about bad porn acting. <laughs> Bring it back full circle. I don't like, I don't, never want to hear Ray J talk again. <laughs> just, just sing one wish and that's it. That's all I want to hear. Uh, is, I feel like that's like the only song people know by him, really. That's like mainstream. Oh yeah, mainstream, yeah. But like but a lot culture. of people know that he he made um he made I hit it first. Yeah. When hey. he was getting into his beef with Kanye and what he did to make the the single cover, he took a picture of Kim Kim in a bikini and he digitized it, so it was kind of blurred. Um, you know. Kind of like how the Japanese people do to the to the private parts. Oh. It was all, all digitized, but she knew it was Kim. I'm surprised that he didn't just repost it after censoring those parts. <laughs> Ray J is a man. Yeah. He's See, annoying, in, but he's in Japan, in Japan, it's not porn if it's um censored, right? Is it? So, like I heard that they play it on like, you know, their like TVs, like on cable TV. That's what I heard. I don't, I mean, I've, I'm not from Japan, don't know anything about it, but that's what I've, you know, heard. It must be that late night special. Uh, no, I heard like, like they play it at the same time as like, you know, Barney and Sesame Street. Oh. Yeah, it's a PBS, you know, thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, this story okay. is so weird. Um, so like I'll just finish it. Um, both have acknowledged they knew it was wrong. Both are consenting adults, so they're considered co-defendants. It's only a fourth degree felony, so it's the lowest level felony in New Mexico. She added that if the couple reunited after their sentences, law enforcement found and law enforcement found out they would be held accountable. For Peterson, he's willing to wait for his mom if she's jailed, despite the risk of further prosecution. He's still 
sees a happy future with the unconventional or for the unconventional couple. In two years' time, I can see us living together happily, living our lives. He said, "True love can do anything." Oh, that's cute.、Um, this、true、love can't case, get you out of jail. That's true.、Um, this whole case is about whether I have the right to love somebody, and I sure as hell have the right to love Monica. Is that her name?、Um, you can't tell me who to love. Wait, you can't tell me who to love, who not to love. All right, let's see what this.、Uh, oh, the GoFundMe page got taken down. That's no fun. <laughs> what if? What if you know we wanted to support them, you know, and like follow up on them? Like maybe if we gave like a big enough contribution, they'd be willing to come on this podcast and talk about it. God. <laughs> hey, wait. Since it's on Daily Mail, um, look at the top comment and see under underneath the the article. See what、uh, see what it says. I don't see a comment section. Ah,、oh, that's no fun. Yeah, I'm not seeing a comments. Oh no, no. Here, found it. JK. Okay, this one is by、um, Sharon's Not Sweet, Philadelphia. After passing through the ick factor, I feel intensely sorry for these two people. They are likely to, they are likely too poor to get the therapy they need. Plus, New Mexico is one of the poorest states in the U.S. And after this feeling passes, they, which it likely will, they will both likely experience isolation from their community, extreme guilt, depression, which again, when left untreated, can be extremely dangerous. Yeah, you know that's fair. Uh, that's a good take.、Um, thank you, Sharon's not sweet. Why not?、Oh, that was a like, very. Why not just be、um, sour, Sharon? You know, come on, be a little more,、um, you know, creative with your, you know, nickname.、Um, Jelly Bean sixty nine says, "Oh my God, no, no, no!" In all caps.、Um, opinionated woman、um, from the UK、um, says, "Ew, seriously, please lock this woman up." This may be given some ridiculous scientific name, but let's all be honest. This is just wrong on so many levels. I am trying to understand some of the basic human feelings here, but let's not. Or let's be honest. A sexual relationship with your offspring is wrong on so many levels. Please give all concerned. Please give all concerned some serious therapy. So, wow, that's a really loud, loud airplane outside right now. Sorry about that. Please give all concerned some serious therapy, so that they may move on in a normal fashion and not ruin their lives. When you think you've already heard it all, and this is from、um, for truth in gov,、uh, White Parish says it's my fault for reading this while I was eating lunch. Nice. Want to tell us more about that, White Parish? There's, there's. That's such a. Stupid comment. It's crazy because like a lot of these comments have like thousands of like upvotes. Really? Yeah. Like that first one I read has like two thousand two hundred sixty nine upvotes. Well, I mean that was a reasonable. That was that was、yeah. a very adult answer. Yeah. Imagine if you could like you know do reactions. Like how many people are like laughing? How many people are like you know doing all those like other like you know emotes or whatever they're called?、Mm, yeah. Yeah.、Um, Jesse Cruz from New York says, "I threw up in my mouth. I don't care when they met. She carried him in her womb. 
hey, you know, he just had to go back home. He just wanted to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing they were mother and son and still going that route is disgusting. Um, next comment is by the bear, who's just writes wrong, just wrong. And a last comment is by Outrage Man. Very weird. And um, Daily Mail premises, um, the views expressed in the comments above are those of our users and do not necessarily reflect the views of uh, Mail Online. Oh, so maybe, maybe, you know, they're supportive. Maybe Daily Mail supports this like relationship. Hmm. Don't know. But yep, this is a wild story. God. Very wild. Well, have we talked about real life pornography enough? <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't I don't understand. Um in pop culture, you hear about everybody, you know, having like step sibling fantasies. Like where the, where the hell did that all come from? Who knows? I wonder if like that whole incest law or incest law like applies to uh people that you know are like step siblings. Because they're technically not blood related, right? Mm. So what you're saying is if somebody finds their stepsis stuck in a dryer. <laughs> well, I don't know. What I would do is like I'd shove that bitch in and turn it on. <laughs> sure, you can't. Oh, no, I, I'm I, just I, kidding. I, I, I can't say that. I think I think we would actually get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Comedy style, comedy. Yeah. I would, I would like um, take her out, put her in a washing machine, and then turn it on. Yeah, there you go. That's a little better. Yeah, you know. Now clean. we don't sound. Now we don't sound anti-Semitic. Keeping, keeping it clean. No, no, we're just keeping it clean, both figuratively and literally. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Hurry up! Let's move topics before we get in trouble. <laughs> okay. Um, but, oh you know, god. like, like, like you said earlier, you know, there might be a director out there who'd be like, oh my god, this is gold. Like, I need to like, you know, make something like this, or I need to. Well, it is like illegal, so they can't have Lem doing it, and I'm sure, like, I'm sure that the director would get into a lot of trouble for posting or like making a video about it, right? Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, and then somebody know, on the yeah. dark web will do it. I know oh. it. Mm, well, I mean, it sounds like she might be going to jail or it might be in jail. So, don't know. She can be uh, locked really away. Yeah, this is that was just a weird story. Um, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Like, we can start, um, I guess, like ending the show, not trying to make it too long, just like a nice little short, you know, beginning pilot episode. Uh, do we want to talk about how John Cena taught himself or learned, um, I think, Mandarin and is basically fluent? Well, I mean, I, I think I think there's a lot of money to be made in like um, entertainment. Like, I think they said something along the lines of like uh, when Fast, the newest Fast and Furious movie, like when it came out, um, I believe it was released in China first. And I mm-hmm. think... Um, between um the china release and the u.s relief uh, release i think they said it made like 155 million or something 
um, Jesus. In, in the first week, and they said like 145 million came from China. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, you know, there's so much money to be made there. It's like obviously you'd have to like, you know, have to do some PR there, and you it would kind of force you to have to speak the language. Of course, it would look a lot better if you speak it versus having a translator, right? Yeah, that's true. So, like, I think I think that's like you know the whole thing too, and like, I don't know, I don't know if you were like keeping up with anything with everything, and like it just seemed a little weird too because like initially he was saying like Taiwan was like uh, its own country, and then he had to backtrack and say that oh Taiwan's a province of China. I don't know if you know anything about that. I thought that was like really interesting, but like it's like it's like you have all these people in a sense like you know. They have to keep China happy, you know. That's where a large portion of their paychecks come from. Mm. Kind of with like, like didn't that happen with the NBA like a year or two ago too? Like two years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, with, with like the China um, deal. Yeah, somebody, somebody said something about like oh, like free Hong Kong or something, and then like, like I think LeBron came out and be like, oh, hey, you shouldn't make like political statements like that. Like you know, people's like livelihoods are on the line or something. I think it was um, Daryl Morey. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Daryl Morey said something. Yeah, and then it was like LeBron or something that spoke out against that and said that like, oh, don't speak out against the Chinese government or something. Something like that. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's it's a little, it's, it's certainly weird, you know, but I don't know. I don't know enough about like that whole situation. Don't know enough about like, you know, U.S. China economics don't know enough about like what's happening there. Don't even know anything you know that's happening here politically. So, not and not the best person to make you know statements. But it's just you know interesting. That's all I have to say. No, about we can that, make, really. we can we can make statements. Yeah. We, they just might not be right. Yeah, that's true. But um, I really don't know. You know, like like I don't know. People tell me that China's like you know what we should strive for like we should have a chinese style government here so i i really don't know interesting yeah they might they might be right they might not be like they say that oh you know the only reason why you have a negative you might have like a slightly neutral to negative view on china is because it's like propaganda i was like you know it could be true like a lot yeah, of things you know, we, that, that might not be wrong a lot of things that you know we quote unquote know could be you know propaganda don't know you know it's such a weird um place to be in you know today mm. where we don't know what's news and what's not i guess so i mean you know walt disney made propaganda videos or uh, propaganda cartoons yeah so like it's it's like you know we really don't know and you might you might be consuming like you know propaganda without even realizing you are the algorithms in your phone yep your Facebook algorithm, your like Instagram, YouTube, you never know, you know, memes. I feel like memes are like a really good way without having to make like, you know, film or anything like that. So never, I never know what's real and what's not. Such a bizarre time to be alive. You know, there's so much information and it's like kind of hard to like filter out like what's good information and what's not good information. The give and take of the of the yeah. times we live in now. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it's I I personally feel like there's like a responsibility of like you know people to in a sense like figure out what's 
to, I guess, do the fact checks on their own and they should do like the extensive, they should do the research on their own. Yeah. You know, to figure out what's real and what's not like, I don't, I don't, I mean, look at the podcast we're doing, you know, can't really be doing a show like this and be like for like, you know, people being censored online. So it's a tough place. It's a tough, you know, situation. I don't know. True. Very, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know. Jeez, man, this that got a way more heavier than you know. I thought this was gonna, you know, go. I thought it was just gonna be fun stories, but you know, you never know. Get a little serious too, I guess. Um, we can we can be serious people yeah. when ta- when it comes down to it. Yeah. Don't let people tell us otherwise. Too bad, too bad we're not quite set up yet for um playing audio recordings because like you know there'd be a lot of like other clips that we could be playing related to the topics we were talking about earlier you know oh yeah um like do you know who adriana chechik is who um she's uh allegedly uh um a porn star oh don't know anything about that oh Um, wait is that the girl that fell out of her apartment no like no but like this girl was just talking about like oh she had like a anal scene on like friday a dp saturday dp sunday dp monday and then like uh and then like another anal scene or something on tuesday and she's like oh yeah so i guess you could say i'll be pretty stretched out (laughs) like what (laughs) yeah i thought it was funny i got we would have been we would have played that clip if um was set up to do so Actually, yeah, well, okay, well, fine, fine. This should be, the, this is probably the last one that I got, but there, they, they had, they had a, um, I think it was on the news. It might not have been like national news, but it was on my, on, um, on one of the Google pages, you know, that some, some adult actress, some porno actress, like she, she died falling out of her condo window. I've never heard the story. Do you, do you have the story? No, I don't. I have to go and find it because I don't remember the girl's name. Mm. But if I can find it, maybe on the next podcast, we'll just like jump back to it real quick. And then star dies falling out a window. Are you Googling it now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, it's not that hard to Google, right? I don't know. Google's ass. Okay. I found it. And this is from New York Post. Um, Porn star dies after falling from window during drug fueled party. Yeah. Her name was Amy Spencer. I've never heard this story before. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I just thought about it now. <sighs> well, I mean, it does say drug field party. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you never know. Like, you get too wild. Yeah. Get too drunk. Get too lit. Like we, a lot of people don't do the smartest things when they're like drunk or lit. Not at all. So, uh, so don't do cocaine kids. Yeah. Strange story. More strange stories, but yeah. Um, for the listeners out there, um, you know, thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, if you guys have any like, you know, interesting or weird, bizarre stories, like feel free to um, send it 
to our um, Instagram page, which we will be making. Um, I guess in the meantime, before we have that all set up, um, you know, you can feel free to DM like Mike or I, these, you know, crazy or your funny stories. Um, and be be sure to hit that subscribe and um, the notification buttons if you want to hear um, our takes or talk about, you know, more interesting or funny stories. Uh, Micah, do you have anything? Uh, no. Um, I guess I should plug our Instagrams since we don't have the, the podcast. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can go first. Okay. If you guys have any fun stories or um, things you want to hear our opinions on, you can send um, it to my Instagram. It's that guy, Micah. Or you can send it to David's. Uh, David's is ASAP Rocky. Yeah, ASAP underscore Rocky. You know, that's a pretty good, you know, um, I thought that was a great handle. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so um, be on the lookout for the Down in the DM podcast Instagram page. Um, We'll be sure to, like, you know, plug it next episode. Um, Feel free to DM us, like, any, you know, messages or comments or anything. Um, Yeah, and thanks for listening.